This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I knew this because I was forced to watch. I was forced to watch the Phoenix Open until mere moments before the Super Bowl kicked off. Because, you know, my husband loves golf. I'm like, sweetie, the Super Bowl's on. Can we please change the channel? He's like, no, it's getting down to the wire. So that golf tournament lasted into the Super Bowl. So he had his iPad open and he was watching golf. Like Uh one would think that, you know, having me as a wife and you're like, oh, your wife loves sports. No, we still argue over the TV because he never wants to watch football. He wants to watch golf. So I feel like we have the same problem as every other couple. It's just a little different because I want to watch football, normal people sports. And he's like, yeah, but... I got some money on Charlie Hoffman. You know, everybody wants to know if Charlie Hoffman's going to win the waste management. So, Jenks, do you ever have this issue with Catherine where you guys, like, fight over what to watch? Is there something that she watches that you hate watching? I mean, one thing that I won't watch, I mean, I will say because of our schedules, we get plenty of time on our own. We're pretty mm-hmm. good about it because I'm, I'm, I'm sort of hyper aware because I obviously watch a lot of sports and Catherine will watch with me but i'm also hyper aware like okay i can't dominate the weekend i know she doesn't want to watch all this so once i'm once i've watched what i needed to watch or enough where i feel like okay i can do my job then i'll say okay what do you want to watch let's let's fire up netflix max whatever so hulu whatever it is so that you can pick out something and we'll pick out a movie together the one thing that i won't watch though is i will not watch something like vanderpump rules or it's a new any, season, Jenks. Oh, I know. God. Have you had to watch any, any of it? I watched like 10 minutes. And I was sitting there. And I was like, oh, my God. I am so – I'm getting dumb right now. I don't even know who these people are. Anything that's reality-based like this where I feel like people are famous just for being famous, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. sort of hear that expression from time to – and I know there's a backstory there. I'm not saying there's not. But ultimately, a lot of these reality stars are famous just for being reality stars. And that is something that I just don't have a lot of tolerance for because I feel like my time is valuable, at least when you have a crazy sleep schedule like we do, a crazy schedule. It's like, listen, I got two hours here. I'm not watching a bunch of people I don't know yell at each other. It was a real estate show out in California. And selling all sunset. these women. Yes. I watched that sunset. one too. That's a- Okay, there's another one. And they are all sitting around a dinner table a couple weeks ago and just all snipping at each other and fighting. And I thought, why am I watching? I cannot watch this. I'm going to go read a book because I thought I don't know these people and it's just pettiness after pettiness. That I, I don't, I can't handle. I think it does, as somebody who does watch those shows, because I need some kind of break from sports occasionally. Yeah. And that one feels like you don't really have to pay attention. It's not like the plot's super intense. But I will say, sometimes they make me irrationally angry because I'm like, I'm part of the problem. I'm why they're making Mm -hmm. a bunch of money for having no talent whatsoever. And I guess you could say, okay, at least on Selling Sunset, maybe they're selling houses even though they've like proven that they're actually not really selling many of these houses. Uh, They're strictly just reality stars that are kind of cosplaying Mm -hmm. these uh, realtors. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But here's the thing. Like I am a golf fan, but I am a casual golf fan. Like I want to watch the majors. I want to watch the masters, which, you know, they started showing the commercials for that. I'm all on board. But the waste management, like I don't need to watch all four days of it. 
Because that's the thing. <laughs> we watched every single minute, every single Man. minute in our house this weekend. The waste management was on. And I will say at least this tournament has, you know, some funny cutaways because this is like the drunkest tournament of them all. And there were some golfers complaining. And here's the thing. If this was Augusta, I would totally be with you. This is not the normal fan behavior. But when it comes to the waste management, this is what you expect. This is the largest gathering of, you know, like 25 to 35 year old, you know, like D-bag guys, I think in the country. Like you see them drinking. It's like the Brads and the Chads and all of them. And that's fine. But like, you've got to come to expect this from a tournament where this is their calling card. Do you think these golfers have a right to be mad at some of the circumstances? Yeah, I think they should be really pissed off, honestly. I'd be very angry. Here's the thing. It can be a party. It can be a good time. It can be wilder than a lot of different tournaments out there. But when you're yelling while guys are trying to swing, then you're crossing the line where, dude, I, why even come and compete? Like, why would I go to the Phoenix Open and play in a tournament where, okay, fine, there's a great atmosphere, it's going to be wild compared to most tournaments, but I can't make a backswing without someone yelling and trying to distract me. Then you're crossing over into the the etiquette of golf. And I'm not some sort of hardcore rule stickler, but nobody likes it when you're about to take a swing and someone yells something or does something inappropriate or tries to make you miss. Golf is hard enough. So what they need to do is find a balance between, yeah, we can have this party atmosphere. Yeah, this can still be the the craziest golf tournament on tour with fan behavior, whatever. But when you're crossing, when they're having fights in the gallery, like seriously, when people are fighting each other and some of the biggest names in the sport are glaring and yelling at the fans, then it's not even a, it's, it's just a free for all. Like, is this a professional event or what? You're crossing over into being some sort of get together with a bunch. These are still pros. They still want to win. So I think that they've got to do a better job of at least curving behavior to a point. Right. Especially when they're yelling during the backswing. Cause like, I think that's one of the, Unwritten rules of golf is that you don't yell when somebody's in their backswing. And here's what sucks, that some of these people might ruin it for the rest of us. Because if you have ever watched a golf tournament in person, you get incredible access. Like you can be right up next to the golfer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the more entertaining things about going to these golf tournaments in person. So if this continues to be a problem, they're not going to offer access on the tee box, you know, they're just going to say, okay, well then we're going to have to have like a 90 foot or a hundred foot radius around to where we don't have these, you know, unruly fans yelling things at the golfers. And I do think this is just only at Phoenix because this is, you know, the wasted management. It kind of has the moniker of doing so, Uh, but you got to draw some lines, you know, just yell, but not during the backswing. Uh, but, you know, this is the reputation uh, of the waste management. Uh, that's yeah. why the term is that. But we'll see if it irons itself out. I just don't know how to fix it. Because have you ever tried talking sense into drunk young men? It's very <laughs> difficult. Oh, well, you're, you're not going to do that. They, they've got to do something. And Matt was putting this in the chat that they've been promoting beer sales or had been promoting beer sales all week on 16. And it was a wild scene there. So you can do that, 
but they're going to have to do something where there's kind of this gray area where you can promote this and you can have a good time. You can have beer sales, but you've got to find some sort of cap or limitation or increase security. You just got to do something where it doesn't become a free for all because at some point mm -hmm. it, it ceases to become a golf tournament and you want it to be ultimately, at least for me, I want to see a golf tournament that is a party. That's great. But when it's a party that's a golf tournament, then you're sort of switching things around where you're going to start losing guys. And that would hurt, right? Ultimately, do you want to go to a, a PGA event where some of the biggest names are like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I don't like the atmosphere. I don't want to be there. So I'm just not going to play. It's not worth it for me because I can't even, I can't even make a backswing without someone yelling or there being fights in the gallery. And then all of a sudden, yeah, you get your event and you get a lower rung or you get a lower level of competition because the big names are out. You have to be careful here. Yeah, I think that's have been happening over the years. There are certain guys that don't mm -hmm. want to play in this tournament. And that's why, from a betting standpoint, you usually take the younger guys and the guys that don't mind um, the catcalls from you know the audience. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good matchup, or it was a good uh, golf tournament overall. Nick Taylor winning in thrilling fashion in a playoff over Charlie Hoffman, who normally plays well at the Phoenix Open. Here's a headline that caught my eye. Uh, could we mm -hmm. becoming could we be becoming one step closer to the Super Bowl on pay-per-view? The way things are going, I wouldn't be shocked because now it looks like Amazon Amazon is set to get yet another NFL playoff game. We saw it this year with uh, it was the Dolphins and the Chiefs that was on Peacock. Uh, now we've got Amazon uh, that's set to broadcast a playoff game. This year. So, Jenks, look at the direction this is going. Do you think okay. we'll ever have the Super Bowl on a streaming service? Oh, it's headed that way. It's just a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. And think about the money. Remember when, what was it, this past year, where I think it was, was it Peacock that had an exclusive Peacock. game in the playoffs? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? And so it was worth it. NBC, I believe, paid $110 million for that to happen. And ultimately, if you're talking about the Super Bowl, how many people would sign up for your streaming service just to get the Super Bowl? I can't even imagine because it's the biggest sporting event on the planet. So I, I think that it may take some time. It's not going to happen immediately, but we're already seeing it start to happen. You know, we're just in the early stages where it eventually ends up there. And so the NFL can act like it's not going to happen. It's going to happen. And that's where we're all, we're, we're all going there, right? We're all headed to streaming. Live sports is the only thing that is keeping cable alive. And even that is starting to falter somewhat. So they can say all they want about how this is a cable event, but no, based on the trends we're already seeing in NFL playoff games, huge games, it's going to go to streaming. We did see Roger Goodell talking to Taylor Swift during the game. Hopefully Taylor was making the case for the Super Bowl to remain on normal basic cable for the rest uh. of us peons. What do you think they were talking about? Do you think it was small talk? Do you think it was anything about yes. the Chiefs? I would love to hear what that conversation had. Oh, it would have been awesome. He probably said something really nerdy like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of 1989. You know, something really dorky trying to get in her good graces. Oh, God, he probably did some cringy handshake. Now that I'm thinking about it, that definitely happened. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.